following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. What's up? Welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Wednesday, but it's really like a Saturday for a Thursday night game, Cowboys-Saints at AT&T Stadium. You guys with us? Good. Rob Phillips. Last week we have to do this. That's that's right. Let's get that long weekend after this one and get back to a normal schedule. Rob Phillips. Hosting for Bill Jones today, Brian Broaddus, joining me across the table as always. Welcome, sir. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. I think Mickey Spagnuolo is showing up at some point. I don't. I don't he know. Will. He yeah. will. No, eventually he'll figure out how to get back over here. Yeah. Still get. Still yelling at the guys on the fan. Absolutely. Most likely. Yeah. Kent Garrison dropping those drops next door. Yo. All right, we got one day left. Yeah. For the big showdown. Got to figure it out yet? I think so. We're going to make our picks in the final segment. Okay. And picks to click as well. Yeah. And we can spend the next hour, our final diagnosis, our final keys to the game and matchups. And I know you've been spending all week. Yeah, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. You feel any better about the matchup now? Yeah, I I do. I feel better in some regards. I think there's some strengths. I'm really worried about what's going to happen. I know Mickey's going to come in here. We're probably going to go through the injury report. I'm worried about the situation with Tyron Smith. You know, that's another no practice yesterday. The only practice, if he were to practice today, it's basically a walkthrough. And you know that Tyron Smith is an all-pro left tackle. And, you know, and it's he could probably roll out of bed and go play. But still, there's that, that factor. I, the, the one thing that I do feel good about is that Cam Fleming at least got work this week. Yeah. You know, last week he was basically coming off the field and <laughs> – you know, Jason Garrett walked up to him or you know, Mark Colombo walked up to him and said, uh, hey, you're starting tonight, you know, <laughs> be ready. And good luck, buddy. Yeah, good luck. And, he, you know, he went out there and, and did OK. I'm not going to say he did great, but he did OK. Mickey's right. They got him a little help. But, you know, once again, you're talking about guys, you know, with the Saints, you know, Cameron Jordan and, you know, and, and Okafor and what those guys can present as rushers. And the Cowboys have not shown the ability to really protect Overall, they did the second half of that football game, but you know, you keep taking you know guys off the field that are big time players, it hurts you. Now, you know, the Saints are in a similar situation with Armstrong, or, or excuse me, Armstrong, Armstead. Yes, uh, you know him being out, and so you know, uh, Bushrod would be the replacement there. He did make the start at, at last Thursday against Atlanta. He would be the weak link of this Atlanta. Uh, excuse me, I keep talking like I'm crazy today. This New Orleans offensive line. Right. And, and okay, now do you take advantage of the situation with him? Do you do you put rushers to his side? Do you, uh, you know, do you take the Marcus Lawrence and walk him over there? You know, all the things that you think about you might want to do uh, to create opportunity. Uh, but I think, the, I think where the rush is going to have to be the most important for the Cowboys in this matchup is through the middle. I think, you know, if you can get guys to win early, that, that affects Drew Brees more than things from the backside because his game is all about looking over the top 
of the defense, you know, moving a little bit, sliding a little bit, adjusting himself. So the way he gets affected in the pocket is things that happen in front of him. Now, most NFL quarterbacks struggle with that, but him especially because he has to be able to see to keep his eyes down the field. He's six feet tall, and we've seen it over the years. Every bit of that, yeah. Backing up, backing up, deeper drops, trying to see over the middle of that defense for sure. Mickey, welcome. Hi. He's just a little taller than me. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's all. Yeah. Did you get yelled at just now on the fan? How was no, that? No, no. Yeah. I was so engaging, they kept me longer. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Sorry to steal your time. Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. You, you got this thing figured out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. You got your pick ready for later in the show? Uh, oh, Say we're not yes. doing it tomorrow, so yes. Yeah. we got the. I was thinking tomorrow. It's game time. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. You can go hang out with all the old men in the <laughs> sauna and talk about it there, you know? Sometimes you figure a lot of things out in the song. <laughs> Absolutely. That's happened to you, Frank right? Frank Sinatra made a living hanging that's, out in the song. That's a good point. Me and Michael Irvin one night in Minnesota, or one <laughs> afternoon in Minnesota, had a great conversation <laughs> while he was injured and wasn't playing in the sauna. Didn't you tell me a story, though, recently where you were in a sauna at the gym and some guy just recognized you and started asking you about Oh, yeah. 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 I try to go in there, and hopefully That's, there's a lot of steam. Got to keep a so towel over your head, they Mickey. Can't see me. Don't yeah. hear your voice and keep a towel over <laughs> your right, head. Right. All of a sudden, I hear, I recognize that voice. Exactly. It's, it's a compliment. That's I guess. what happens yeah. when you're celebrity folks. Well, I don't yeah. know about that. They find that you even you. with just the towel on. Yeah. You know, they just know who you are. Absolutely. We're gonna have a good group today with Star Sports Tours. We should. They won't be too combative, I believe. We've we've kind of got past the fire Jason Garrett questions. Or maybe not. Maybe not. We that, didn't get any we, last night on the happy hour, though. No, we didn't. It's a good yeah. question. And thanks for everybody that showed up for the happy hour, too. Yeah. I, li- I like that setting, by the way, a lot better. I like the booth because I think everybody can see each other and talk to each other. And mm-hmm. I like that. I think that's a better setting, kind of like we're hanging out, having a happy hour. You know? Yeah. A lot of good food and stuff on the table. But, yeah, good conversation. If you haven't ever watched the happy hour, everybody kind of rotates and you have some good opinions on that show. You really do. Yeah. Every Tuesday night. Concrete Cowboy here yeah. at the Star District. Check it out. All right, Mick. Yes. We were just talking Tyron Smith, mm. the injury situation. Basically, they had their final practice of the week yesterday. So the final injury report will come out this afternoon with designations. What do you think his status is going to be? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it'll be questionable. Yeah, There's no sense letting the Saints know for sure what's going to happen there, although I think they can surmise if guy didn't practice all week. Uh, but again, it's it's one of those it's one of those nerve things where yeah. you just never know when never know. things are going to change. So uh, I I would imagine what times the game start nine seven twenty I believe it yeah. is. So give me ninety minutes before that, and then we'll know. We'll find out. That's when, the when come out. That, that's when we'll find out if because I think they'll take it all the way to There's no, that yeah, spot. There's no question. But they're not going to do what they did last week, and and and, it, and they didn't do it on purpose. It right. just kind of happened. Right. Uh, have a 45-man roster because you found out, you know, 15 minutes before game time that, right. uh, oh, he can't go. Here's the issue for him, and, and this is probably what happened last week, too. It's like you don't want to have him in contact during the week to flare that thing up, but you don't really know how it's going to respond until you play. So how, yeah. do, you, how do you know? I guess warm-ups is the test. Yeah, warm, warm-ups is the test, and, and I think what you have to do is you take one of those defensive linemen – you know, practice squad guy, whatever. And I'm not saying pat him up and go do it, but I think you have to go push on him. 
I think you have to go and see how much strength he has in that shoulder and neck area. If he does a pass set extends and then all of a sudden he's the, the rushers coming up the field and he extends and then all of a sudden it, it gets him. Yeah. He it catches. Yeah. Then you then you shut the workout completely down. He can't go. But if it's a rep, it's a rep, it's a rep. And you're like going, well, wait a minute now. Okay. He's, He's he's got to be able to prove to Britt Brown and these doctors and trainers, other trainers, that he can in fact take a 300 pound man and hold him in place. Right. And when if he can do that, then he will play. If he can't prove that he can do that, then then you will see, uh, uh, like I said, um, you see Cam Fleming, who's practiced all week at left tackle, get that opportunity with likely Connor Williams being the backup. If something were to happen to him, I think you know, Connor Williams, I mean, Connor, sorry, he got a play in the game at left tackle. Yeah, one I th- play, I think, his Fleming shoe got shoe kicked off. Yeah, off yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so I was going to say, what they'll do is, you know, how they warm up the defensive linemen, and Leon lets out there yeah. with those big old pads yeah. on his arms. Yeah. Well, he's going to be hitting Tyron Smith. Yeah. And and see if he can stand up. He, he's just got to figure. And out. you know, yeah. Tyron, he's going to try and do it. Right. Uh, and you know, try to convince him. Uh, but again, yeah, you, you you just can't play with a forty-five man roster. Usually, some t- usually it's the a game time decision, and it's really not a game time decision. Mickey's right. This is going to be a game time decision. Yeah, and, and all indications of talking to people, and Mickey talks to just as many people as I do, and they're all like, "We'll see, we'll see." He's just got to prove it. Yeah, it's like, and guys, you know, I, I can remember, and I've told this story before. You know, Parcells with guys with injuries. And I can't remember who the player was, but he hurt his ribs. And he was insisting he can play, insisting he can play. And we're out at Valley Ranch, and Bill was walking away from where the players used to eat. And the guy who was saying had the rib injury was like, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Bill comes up behind unannounced and pokes him in the ribs. Yeah. Wanted to see how he reacted. <laughs> the guy almost jumped through the ceiling, yeah. right? He goes, yeah, and, and you're telling me your ribs are good. You know? yeah. I'm not kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And, and it was like that was Bill's way of checking out a guy if he was telling the truth. Right now he's too because no one ever wants to admit they're hurt, right? Yeah, nobody does. Go ask. I mean, go ask. I mean, how many times have we asked Tyron? Right yeah. on the way back from Philadelphia. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. And in the week. Oh, I'm good. Last week, early in the week. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. You know, and, and so no one ever admits they're hurt. Look at Zach Martin. Zach Martin's been playing through a sprained knee for how many weeks now? Yeah. You know he's. And he's, he's not going to get as, off the field. He and he'll be it. listed as questionable, and he's been limited all week, but he'll be good to go. But Tyron, you know, you're going to have to watch him even if he is active in this game. I remember Christmas Eve last year, he played, he started against Seattle and played three plays, and then he was, he couldn't yeah. go. Yeah. So Cam Fleming's got to be ready throughout Cam, the game. The, the, one, the one saving grace is, and maybe, maybe it wasn't, maybe the fact that Cam Fleming didn't have any practice and didn't, didn't know he was going to play. Now that he kind of knows, maybe it'll be a different situation. But uh, I, I, he, he's ready. At least he's gotten the work this week with Suafilo in the in the in the majority of the work that they've needed. And now Suafilo was out the first practice, but the the other two practices they've had since that Suafilo has been involved with that. That's now helped. the downside uh, with you know maybe the good thing last week is uh, the Redskins didn't know he wasn't going to play. Right. Tomorrow, the Saints might have an idea that, yeah. okay, this guy They've might seen him not on play. Film. Yeah. And now I've seen yeah. uh, 
what Fleming can do, and now I can adjust my 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 well, game plan. Both teams are going to be. If that's the case, it's not like both teams are compromised at left tackle. Yeah, yeah, that's because their guys still. Yeah, they're, they're they're having problems there too. And if like, like I told you when we started this thing, Rob Bushrod will be the weak link for the Saint. He's right. a good player, but he is not to the level of what Armstead is. And he hasn't and and he's got a peck and that's yeah. one of those things you can't hide. Yeah, you can't hide that. That's right. That, he, that's all so about punch and all that. If he can't go, they got to they got to start a backup. Yeah. Andrews Pete, the Saints standout guard has been limited the last couple of days, so and he's be- he's really important to what they do. I I just with, you know, with with Pete Unger and Warford, that 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 those guys, they had the same philosophy as the Cowboys have about protecting the front of the pocket. And, and, but, but especially with them, it, because what we talked about with the quarterback that's the same height as Mickey, that they, they have to keep him, they have to keep his ability to see you know, clear. Mm-hmm. They, they can't afford to have things happen in front of him because if he has to see a lot of things in front, then his eyes come down and he can't, you know, then he gets to find the field again. Drew Brees is one of the best to ever play this game. It's the reason why he's got seventy over seventy thousand yards passing in his career. But there's a ways to affect him. But the Saints maintain their way of protecting him the best way is keeping that front uh, as clean as they can. So I asked Jason this question. I'm going to ask you. Take me back to 2001. Yeah. And what were the thoughts on? The six-foot Drew Brees coming out in the draft. Yeah, he had beaten Michigan and Ohio State, and had Purdue tied for first in the Big Ten, and yeah. they got to go to the Rose Bowl. But everybody was worried that he was six feet tall. Yeah, that's the that's the. When you look at Drew Brees, this is what all you need to say about him. He won in high school. He won in college. He wins in the NFL. That's all you need to know about Drew Brees. You don't need to – the whole thing about height, you know, and, and we, we tend as scouts to get too wrapped up in numbers when you should just look at the player. You know, you look at a guy like Baker Mayfield, you know. I mean, he's having some success with the Cleveland Browns when no other quarterback really has had success. And I mean success in a way of winning football games. But great high school player, was a walk-on, bounce I me, mean, won the Heisman Trophy – you know, there's guys, like I say, it doesn't matter, you know, how short you are or what you are measurables-wise. There's some guys that are just really good football players because that's built into them. Right. You know, they, they might not have the total measurables. And that's where scouts make the biggest mistakes is the thinking, oh, because this guy is 6'4", Jeff George, and has a rocket arm, Jeff George, and gets picked like Jeff George, but then busts because, you know, he, he does. He doesn't have the. He doesn't have that inside of him, to the, that winning mentality. You know, that's where Drew Brees. It just blows everybody away. Is that what makes quarterback probably the hardest position to evaluate because there are so many intangibles that go into the position because you're basically running the football team. On yeah, the you're running the football team. What makes it hard now is the systems that you play in. That makes it hard now. If it gets to a point where all of a sudden. Say a guy like uh, the guy at Tech, you know, Cliff gets an opportunity to coach NFL and he brings an offense. We see an offense like what Peyton is doing and what you know, McVay are doing. So now then you see, okay, now you can start seeing guys like Mahomes playing in systems and then having success in the NFL because you see it now being used in the NFL. Mm-hmm. That will make your evaluation easier because there's a time where we couldn't evaluate Michael Vick 
you know, we really couldn't evaluate, oh, well, he doesn't throw it, but gosh, he runs all over the place and he could do this. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the same way. I heard he's getting the start again this week with the Ravens. You know, those are guys that you kind of look at and like, okay, he doesn't fit what we do, but wow, look what he does if, you know. So Marty Morningwig and them doing a good job of catering the offense to him to make his, you know, life easier. And so that's why it's a hard evaluation because you, you, you're having to project a player that can has a certain skill set into something that might not be what you're trying to do. And that, I think that's the biggest mistake. The coaches that have been able to adapt, I'm talking about the guy in Philadelphia, he adapted to that quarterback to win the Super Bowl. He had to. Mm-hmm. He couldn't play the way he played with Carson Wentz with, with, that, with Nick Foles. And give him credit for that, and that's one of the reasons why they had success. So maybe the best second-round drafted quarterback ever? I have to go back and look. We'd have to look at the list. Yeah, you'd have to but look at the list. he was the first pick in the second round. He lasted yeah, a hell of a draft. 31 picks. You I take mean, LaDainian Tomlinson at five or six and then take him in the top of the second round, I'd say you, you had a pretty good day. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's <laughs> – can you beat that? Can you? Because Drew Brees will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. When, oh, it's, when it's time, they, they might. Sit, yeah. They might waive his five year yeah. waiting period. He's he's incredible. He's incredible the way he's. But you know what's funny about Drew Brees? You look at his career, and it's a little bit like Aaron Rodgers right now. You know, you look at it in one Super Bowl. You know, and you look at Aaron Rodgers, one Super Bowl. Is it his fault or is it the people around him for not getting him enough help? I think Sean Payton finally realized, you know, we've got to be able to run the football a little bit here. Yeah. We got to, you know, they go out and they hit on Alvin Kamara. They hit on Ryan Ramchick, the right tackle. You know, they draft Pete as a big inside player. You know, they trade for Unger. They give up their tight end uh, to get Unger in return. So they got their center. Mm-hmm. You know, they give up Jimmy Graham to get Unger. You know, so. Uh, you, you sometimes it, the fate smiles. Look, think about with the Dolphins. I mean, Nick Saban, he had a choice, but because of the shoulder injury, it's the same thing. It reminds me of Larry Allen when we we're in Green Bay. You know, torn rotator cuff. Uh, he, it's going to be a problem for him. Ron Wolf. Every time we played the Cowboys, see that number seventy-three there. He's going to maul us today. He's the guy you guys failed on the physical. The doctors would stand there with their arms crossed, like okay, and they'd hear it every single time. Sometimes you get really you get very fortunate that a player might have an injury that allows you to take advantage of that. Think of, and think of what the Dolphins have gone through quarterback since wise. Yeah. Quarterback wise, yeah. when they could have coach signed wise, him. he would that was his first stop, and they decided no, we're yeah. not paying him. Yeah. And the Saints well, were really smart. They they structured the contract where the first year he, they gave him a one year twelve million dollar guaranteed contract, right. and that was it. And then the next year there was an option. Yeah. They didn't have to continue it, right? Yeah. And so they they you know, they rolled the dice. But then again, they were in a different situation from everybody else because they're coming out of Hurricane Katrina. The the city's decimated and they're they're playing and practicing in San Antonio and it's like And they got Aaron Brooks as quarterback. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, what do we got to lose? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it wasn't like a long term investment in him. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's a look see contract yeah. and if he's good, all right. Yeah. And he ended up being really good. And and the marriage with Sean Payton has been Great for him too. It's funny uh, though; it's some seven and nines mixed in there, you there, know, there three were, in a row. Yeah, there you know, and there was a lot of questions about was Drew Brees really the right guy at, at that time? Yeah, was Sean Payton the right guy? You know, the, the Saints. This hasn't been one of those things like Belichick getting Tom Brady and having success for fifteen, sixteen years. 
This is one of those things that Drew Brees came in. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl, but after the Super Bowl, this team went south like three years in a row. And really, before they got that year, you know, the first year was really good, yeah. and then it was a, like a 500-type well, yeah. deal. And and Coach Payton wasn't there for one year because yeah. they had the bounty yeah, stuff. They had the bounty and so, yeah, yeah it was, there was, you know, a lot of chaos and controversy in that organization. Safe to say they've righted the ship now. Uh, and like you said, Brian, they've added – a lot of pieces around Breeze. They've to done make a great job doing that. They, you think they, there's they, a lot of teams out there saying, oh, we passed on Elvin Kamara how yeah. many times? Yeah. Well, this, again, that you look at Alvin Kamara and you watch the Tennessee tape, the draft show. I mean, I thought we felt like we, we really covered Alvin Kamara. And we, we covered the, the guy at Kansas City as well. Uh, it was picked in the third round. Hunt? Yeah, Kareem Hunt. I mean, we really can. If I'm right about that, we we oh, yeah. we really talked about those two guys, and I and I felt like we talked about them higher than where they were selected. You know, like okay, if you want to complete back, this is now. I'll tell you this with about Kamara at Tennessee. He didn't always finish runs. He didn't finish runs like he finishes runs here right now. You know, you watched him play at Tennessee, and they hand him the ball, throw him the ball, he blocks. You know, you see that. But he's become a, a even even more of a weapon with the Saints than he was at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. But Tennessee was some bad football going on right there, you know, and, and all of a sudden uh, good players get on bad teams and people have these thoughts about them like, well, maybe they can't do this, can't do that, you know. But, yeah, sometimes you have to get lucky with these running backs. I'll tell you what it does make you think about just real quick. You know, to a couple of teams, the Cowboys being one of them, the Giants being another, it makes you think about drafting a back that high in the draft with the top five pick. You know, it really does make you think about look at James Conner with the with the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's another one that all of a sudden you're replacing a guy. And now you got a back that's doing just as well. Rare cases, but it makes you think about doing that. I'm sure that the Cowboys absolutely love having Zeke. I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying there's people out there that will argue, hey, Alvin Kamara is just as good as Ezekiel Elliott. But I'll guarantee you when the Saints took him, they thought they were drafting a toy, not an every-down running back. Yeah. Well, he, him him, and Ingram together. Yeah, it's a great combination. If you, if you said, if you went to the old Jimmy the Greek and if you go back to the old NFL Today broadcast, Mickey will remember this, they used to have the intangible board and all that stuff with Jimmy the Greek, and he would say, give the check mark to the running backs. Give the check, you know. I think if you looked at the running backs thing, you would say Kamara and Ingram and and Zeke wouldn't be a wash. I think if you look at those two as one, you know, they, they, you would probably think it's a wash there running the football because one can really, really catch. Both of them can really, really run. Zeke can really, really run, and he can catch. So that would be kind of a, a wash right there if you want to look at that. Leave it to uh, our friend Gil Brandt. He actually ranked the top 10 best second-round quarterbacks since 1970. Way to go, Ken. No, yeah. did he really? Yeah, he's got an article on it. Like NFL. recently? Uh, it was last year. Okay. Who's he got? Um, I'll start with number 10, Neil Lomax. Oh, Neil Lomax. Uh, okay. Cardinals. St. Louis, Louis Cardinals. Yeah. Phoenix Cardinals. Uh, number yeah. nine, Cordell Stewart. Number eight, Jake Plummer. Then Ron Jaworski. Ooh. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Yeah, there Randall you go. Cunningham. Ooh, Randall Cunningham. UNLV. Uh, Boomer Esiason. Eesh, that's right. Derek Carr. Derek Carr was the second. Um, and then the top two is Drew Brees and Brian should know number one. Who is number? Oh, yeah. Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre. Brett Favre, second round pick. Traded from Gosh, Atlanta. Gosh, you know, Mickey, ask that question. And now, and I sit there and, and I'm, I hear all those names and I think, what an idiot I am. I should have known. I should have known I forgot seven about of those. Favre. 
Yeah, Favre was the second-round pick. Matter of fact, Browning Nagel was taken ahead of him. But the Packers didn't actually draft him. Atlanta Falcons drafted him. And they traded a first-round pick to get him. Number 19 pick overall. It ended up being uh, uh, Tony Smith, who was another running back. The Falcons took Tony Smith at that spot, and he was a Southern Miss running back. And so, yeah, but Browning Nagel went ahead of Brett Favre in that draft. Well, and and, but you, you also have to put an asterisk there. Because after them. he's coming out of he's coming out yeah. of Southern Mississippi yeah. after having a really bad car wreck, huge car and, wreck, yeah. and they they didn't know if he was going to play. Again. He lost a lot of intestine. Yeah, that, yeah, he was he and was so, fighting for his life, really. Yeah, and then my very great Jerry Granville story when we're leaving uh, the hotel in Minneapolis after the Super Bowl that year, so that would have been the ninety season. Yeah, it was the ninety season. Um, and 91. Yeah, it's far and far was drafted. 91. Yeah, so 91. He was a rookie that year. And we're walking out. My friend that I was with he worked with me in Jackson, Mississippi, grew up in uh, Hattiesburg, mm-hmm. and he knew uh, the Favre family. Right. His dad was the SID at Southern Mississippi. Right. And we're walking out, and it's freezing cold. We're walking back to our hotel, and all of a sudden we hear, hey, where are you guys going? And we t- it's Jerry Grand- Glanville. Glanville. Yeah. Yep. And he's going to the same. He goes, oh, I'll walk with you. So we made small talk. And then my friend goes, I'm sorry, Jerry, but I can't help myself. I just want to know if Brett Favre can really be an yeah. NFL quarterback. And he looked at us and he goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, once he figures out by Wednesday, you got to quit all that corn squeezing. Yeah. Meaning drinking. Drinking, yeah. And, and, and he goes, and I think he can have a career, but he's got to get that under control. Right. I swear to God, two weeks later, the trade came down. Yeah, it's funny that they, they blame, if you talk to Ken Hirock, who was a GM at the time in Glanville, I've talked to them both, they blame each other for the trade. It, it's clearly... I he, didn't want to get rid yeah, of him. Yeah, he says, I thought he was going to get rid of Chris Miller. I didn't think he was going to, you know. And so it's funny. It's it's it's, it's kind of up there with the Herschel Walker trade, actually. I mean, it, one it, of the it, great... It, well, did they have ever. Chris Miller then, or was it yeah. Bobby Hebert? No, it was Chris Miller. It was Miller? Yeah. They, Hebert got there yeah, later? yeah. The, the thing was, real quick, I mean, it, it, it was a trade that it changed the history of the Green Bay Packers. That's what happened there. That's the trade that, you know, I give Mike Holmgren and Steve Mariucci a lot of credit for that trade. I really Because really Magic Man was l- losing his magic then, right? Once he got hurt, he never came back. Yeah. yeah. Great list by Gil Brandt, who, by the way, God, is I can't getting... believe I Good job, all Gil. Guys. My gosh, it's Gil- just stupid on my part. Gil Brandt getting inducted into the Ring of Honor formally Thursday night at halftime. That's right. Correct? We almost forgot to mention that. Yeah. It's kind of gotten lost in all this hype, right? Yeah. I'm glad to matchup. see that, though. Yeah. We're really glad to see that. All right. Let's take our first break. Is it way past our it's first way break? It's way past, but that's okay. 888-855-2297 is the number if you want to join the conversation. We've got about a half hour left, and we'll keep breaking down Cowboys Saints next on Talking Cowboys. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com terms and conditions apply. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... 
with the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVNow.com. DirecTV Now, more for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit, just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats in the pro shop or at Stetson.com today. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine being shipwrecked on a desert island, alone. Glass-like curls of surf pound the shore with Dr. Pepper-colored waves. Surrounded by desire, but you can't drink it because it's the ocean. Fish live in there. The only thing you want is Dr. Pepper, and you can't have it. Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. Back to Talking Cowboys. Oh, I don't think we've had this one before. Put Tommy John on your end zone. Underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up. Hmm. Trust me, I wear it, and I do. And it's nothing like you've ever worn before. Plus, it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free. Guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Thanks, Mick. Holidays coming up. Holidays are, are coming up. Cabo, Texas is coming up uh, in May. There you go. A little ways away still. May 10th through 12th. Be here before you know Stadium. it. You check it out. <laughs> our liners just disappear every week. I don't know I where think, they are. I think so. our, our gamer guys take our liners. Yeah. There's many people in this room. That was almost a dream right there. Yeah. <laughs> Shut off my mic. That's it for Mickey. Mickey's underwater. <laughs> All right. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We are giving our final breakdowns for Cowboys and Saints. The showdown, AT&T Stadium. Saints on a 10-game win streak. Cowboys on a three-game win streak. And the biggest question is how they're going to stop Drew Brees yeah. and that offense. Demarcus Lawrence is fired up for this game, Mick. Good. I, I I think he decided, and Dak came close the day before, but he did it a little bit more delicately. Mm. I think they got tired of hearing everything about the Saints and how good the Saints are, yeah. and, and people asking him, "Are you guys in awe of the Saints?" And it's Drew Brees, and do you have to you play know, a perfect game? Yeah, and, and, and I think they find because Dak all answers kind, are yes, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and, and Dak kind of started yeah. it with, you know, we we put our pants on the same way they do, and, yeah. and then I think I think. Demarcus Lawrence, he's a little more perceptive, I think, than everybody thinks. Like, he pays attention. And I think he finally decided, you know what? Look, we can play football, too. Sure. I mean, he he had that planned. It didn't just happen. Well, he gave him a lot of credit, too. He called him, they're a Madden team. He said, if you really look at the numbers, they're by far the best team in the league. Yeah, I mean, but he, was, he was very he, complimentary of I them, know, too. But you saw what he did, right? He got in the middle of Jalen Smith's interview. 
Mm-hmm. He jumped on the bench right behind him, like yeah. you know, it was Howdy Doody or something. Yeah. And and finally, Jalen just check it gave, out on YouTube. Entertaining <laughs> yeah, stuff. Jalen just gave up and left, and, yeah. and then he started. And I think what he was trying to make sure is these young guys don't walk out there, and yeah. it's like. Oh, it's yeah. Drew Brees. It's well, you know, we can't play against him. And I think that's what he was trying to do is, like, give his his own room some confidence. And I don't think he was bragging. I don't think he was trying to egg on the Saints. He was just trying to say, hey, we can play too. Yeah. And, and, and you know, we always ask about leaders. Well, I think that's what he was trying to do in, in that instance. And it was very entertaining. Always is. Even the parts you couldn't quote. Well, we get an idea what he was saying. Did you, did you bleep him out? Yeah, Dave wrote the story, and he was, yeah. he was there were bleeps in there. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, go check it out on DallasCowboys.com and everywhere else. Uh, it made major headlines yesterday, and uh, he's the best quote in the locker room, no doubt. And he's the best playmaker on their defense, too, as well. And, yeah. and he's got to have a big game. I think he knows it. And, you know, he was asked over and over again, Brian, about their offensive line. And he gave them a lot of credit, but he said they also haven't seen us yet. Yeah. And, and this is a defensive line that's – been very productive for for the large part of this season even though they've dealt with some injuries especially the last couple weeks if they win this game it's going to be because of their defensive line it's you're going to have to they're going to have to play really well against the run because of what we talked about earlier with ingram and kamara the saints are going to want to try and establish that you got to be ready for a downhill game a lot of toss sweeps ball coming right at you things like that they're going to put extra uh they're going to put an extra tackle in the game you know to uh you know um to try and uh, help their, their blocking at the point of attack. You know, they, they're, they're going to be a physical front. And, and I'm really I'm excited that, that Lawrence is, uh, you know, trying to rally the troops. They're going to need to play one of their best defensive games. It's, and we laugh about being perfect and all that, but you almost have to be perfect because the problem is they put so much pressure on you to cover them when it comes to those routes. Drew Brees is one of the best in the league when it comes to finding – a mistake in the secondary that you've made and he will hit that guy every single time and so uh, how they play up front how they control the Saints offensive line how they get after Breeze how they play the run there's gonna they're gonna give up some plays but they just can't give up play after play after play they've got to find a way to get some stops keep an eye on this game if this turns into an Atlanta first like the Atlanta in the first half the Cowboys can very well win this game if it if it's if it's something where you know we came in and I, and I was bragging on Atlanta. Hey, these receivers, <coughs> their ability to run the football. You know, Matt Ryan, fifty-one percent on third down. All these things, high-flying offense and at home. Look what the Cowboys did defensively to the Falcons. They kept the Falcons out of the end zone when they had to. Played really great red zone defense. You know, you're 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 going to have to have the same type of effort and same type of game that you did against the Falcons if you want to win this game. Yeah, and by perfect, it depends on the definition, right? Like the, the Saint, mental mistakes. The Saints aren't perfect yeah. either. And yeah. when a player gets asked that, yeah. it, they're going to bristle at it because yeah. look, they're not facing a robot on the other side of the field right. either. Right. But your definition, I understand that you can't play a a really sloppy football game against this team and expect to win. No, this this is one of those things where if you you, you get them in third and eight, and all of a sudden it's an incomplete pass, and you can't have defensive holding for a five yard penalty and a first down. You know, if you get off the field, you get off the field. No hands to the face, no defensive holding, no pass interference. I mean, just go out there and play as clean a game as possible. That means with the turnovers, you know, you can't turn the ball. We always talk about that. But for the Cowboys, if you get the chance to get them off the field, Byron Jones, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis, 
any one of you guys don't get called for defensive holding, pass interference, hands to the face, anything that gives the Saints a fresh set of downs? You know, if you look at what Atlanta did, I mean, they moved the ball up and down the field on the Saints. Problem was they turned the ball over yeah. four times, yeah. lost three fumbles. Yeah. And Ryan got sacked six times yeah. as well. I mean, they, they had over, you know, almost 370 yards offense. Most of it was passing because they couldn't run the ball. Right. Well, they couldn't run it against the Cowboys either. No. Uh, but it was the turnovers that did them in in that game. Yeah. So, you know, you can't give them extra possessions. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't want to go back to where we start left off yesterday about extra possessions. Why? Because... I still want the ball if I win the coin toss. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, we covered that part. Yeah. But that's, I mean, they moved the ball on them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now can you, can you hold them to 28, 30 points? I think you, you hold, you make this, you hold them under 30, which the Cowboys, I think, have a streak now of 12 straight games. So they've hold, held an opponent under 30 points. I think I'm right about that. Well, but, but, every game this year, yeah. Tennessee was the high at 28. Yeah, they, they hold them under 30. They've got a shot to win this football game. They really, Actually, really more than that, Brian, because it's 11 games this year. They they, they held the, shut the, out the, the Eagles, Eagles in the last game, right? It was right. 6 to nothing. Right. And the game before, and they got beat by Seattle, wasn't it like 24-13, something yeah, like that? I, I, I thought it was 12-something games myself. But that, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty nice streak to have if you're holding people, and especially in this day and age with the way the offenses have just, you know, to light you up if you, if you allow them to do that. Cowboys giving up 19.3 points per game this season. Yeah. And, you know, the run defense, it starts there, I think, because – the Saints do want to get those two backs involved. Mm -hmm. You know, they're Cowboys holding teams under 100 yards per game. They're going to have to do that. They're get, we've talked about down and distance with this offense here. They've got to put Breeze in some of those long down and distance situations yeah. and, and not where he's just comfortable all the time in second and six and third yeah. and two and all that kind of stuff. Can I ask you guys a question? And hopefully you'll get a good answer here. Give me a player, and I'm not talking to pick the click kind of guy or, you know, Give me a guy that we're not talking about that could be a difference maker in this game. You know, we've talked a bunch about the receivers and the defensive line, the quarterbacks. Is there a player that we're not talking about that you're thinking, okay, when all these things are evenly matched, this guy will make a play. This guy will make a stop. This guy will make a catch. Is there somebody you got in your mind? Hold that thought. Okay. Let's carry it over next on Talking Cowboys. Pick the click, predictions, and maybe some under-the-radar guys to watch Next on Talking Cowboys. If you're like me and you love... I mean, if you have a... Thing, then cutting the cord is scary. But then I found out I could switch to DirecTV now and still get the live sports I love. No satellite needed, no bulky hardware, no annual contract. Just... Get the live sports you love. Try DirecTV now for $10 a month for three months. Visit DirecTVnow.com. DirecTV now. More for your thing. That's our thing. Use code REALDEAL. Limited time. Price for a little, little package. After three months, we use monthly at full price. Currently minimum $40 unless canceled. Prices may change. New subscribers only. Cancel anytime. Content varies by package and may be limited. Restrictions apply. It's time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup. And now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof. Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito pie. Amazing. Hey, you think I could fit my seven-layer salmon salad into the Trooper cooler? Yep, but please don't. And that's been Tailgating with the OtterBox Boys. Learn more about the Trooper soft coolers at OtterBox.com. While a player could look good on paper, it's when he's out on the field that you really find out what he's made of. 
That's why the Cowboys rely on more than just stats and scouting reports when building their team. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself. Visit myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. Hey, do you want to use what the pros use, what we use? Jack Black is the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Get your Jack Black Playmaker for JB Faves Plus, a full size lip balm for just 10 bucks and free shipping at getjackblack.com. Use code Cowboys. Whoa! Brian got us out of the harbor while you we were reading. No problem. <laughs> By the way, the Cowboys have a streak of 17 consecutive 17. games, giving up less than 30. Thank the you last Cow- time they did it was Philadelphia spanking them 37-9 to during that three-game losing streak 17 games of not giving up 30 points. That's pretty impressive. I thought it was 12. I'm like, hey, maybe well, I maybe this year. Maybe I just tr- trust whoever did that, you know. <laughs> like Parcells said, one wrong, all wrong. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, that, and the score in that Seattle game was 21 12 last year. Yeah. That was the one that kind of eliminated them from yeah. a chance of getting yeah. into the playoffs. That's right. Well, and then they won three in a row before that. They did. They lost three in a row. They did. Mm-hmm. And Tyron Smith only played, yeah, like a series in that game. We'll yeah. see if he can go this week. So if- they're already ahead of the curve. Because last year without him, they were 0-3, and, and now they're 1-0. and And without, you know, Sean Lee missed some time in there too last year. 1-5, and five, and now they're 4-1, and 5-1. and one. Five and one. We talked a little on the happy hour show last night, Mick, about, you know, they've withstood injuries better this year. And I think it, you know, we talked about Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith and the job Chris Richard has done on defense. I mean, they've they've dealt with adversity better than they did down the stretch last year to this point. Well, so, they had a better player to step in, right? Well, that's part of dealing with adversity, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, you know. Learning J- curve. Very learning small. Learning curve. Yeah. I mean, very J- small. Jalen Smith is still here. He yeah. was there last year. Let's, He's taken a step forward. Let's keep an eye on Cam Fleming in this game. Yeah. And, you know, he's a guy that has started a the Super hair Bowl. hair in my neck just stood up. Yeah. Mm. Well, and, and I like mean, you guys said, they gave him some help last, yeah. last week as yeah. well. They, they yeah. need to continue that. Whatever plan that is, continue but, on. But the cat's out of the bag now for the Saints. They, they've seen him once. Let's just hope 77 can hold a 300-pound man in place. Yeah. That's your biggest hope. 
We'll keep an eye on him at AT&T Stadium pregame, yeah, see what's going on. And we'll be there early. Yeah, we'll be there Mickey early. Mickey will be standing next to Brett Brown while he's running through <laughs> I'll the be trip. there before they get there. Well, Mickey, go down the field and tweet out what happened. For any, good. Any, anybody going to the game, don't wait to get there because it'll be Thursday traffic, and it's not like Thanksgiving right. when you know everybody was off. Yeah, yeah there's going to be some tailgating, too, out there Mickey? Sure. Weather report, traffic report. Oh, That's right. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. lot to WGN go to? WGN guy, Chicago. I, I tweeted out, hey, it's 3 o'clock. <laughs> I'm here for the 720 start. <laughs> well, no, go down the field, Mickey. You know, get the thumbs up from Docker oh, from down from Britt. If they if they if it's a go and you get a thumbs up, tweet it out, man. I'll even give you an analysis on the cheerleaders warm up. Don't need that, Mickey. Need the analysis of whether 77's <laughs> playing or not. It's just, it's just you know, just stop. Just you're 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 doing good. Traffic, <laughs> injuries, cheerleaders. Okay. No, no, absolutely not. All right. How about this? How about Answer Brian's question from what last was it? You got a segment. guy. You got a guy that that we're not talking about. That you know, in this game, when you have so many players on both sides that are key components, is there somebody on that forty six that's going to show up in this game? That at the end of the day, we're going to go, wow, that 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 guy right there made a little bit of a difference. And it doesn't have to be like 10, 12, 15 plays. Maybe he makes a, a tackle on a, a kickoff return or, or on a kickoff return, but a you know, tackle or uh, on a special teams or makes a field goal or, mm-hmm. you know, punts well, whatever. That Give me that guy. I'll give you a guy. Go ahead. And he's he's been a part of a big part of this thing. But last week, one catch, Cole Beasley. Aw. I mean, we haven't – I don't think we've talked enough about other receivers. I mean, we've talked so much about – Since him. Michael Gallup's been here, has Cole Beasley's been put on the back back burner? Since since Cooper got here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say who did I say? Yeah. I said Gallup. I meant Cooper. Yeah. I meant Cooper. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, and, and we've talked a lot about Cooper for good reason, but he also, and you've talked about this during the week, Brian, how are they going to play him? Could that open up some opportunities for other guys yeah. if they try to double him a little bit? We'll yeah. see what the Saints do. Beasley is such a safety blanket for Dak. I think in this game, you've got to get your offense cranked up, and you're probably going to have to spread it around and 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 find production from other sources. And I think he's a guy that, uh, Dak trusts, and, and I, I just expect more from than one catch for five yards. I, I don't know what you saw in the, on tape, you personally, that maybe yeah. in, in the Washington game, maybe they took him away. Yeah. Uh, but he's a guy that certainly can step up. Is that all he had? One catch? One catch one for catch. five yards. One, one, two one, targets, one catch. One. And he had five for 51 against Atlanta. I mean, he's been productive in, in a maybe a little bit more reduced role with Cooper here. Uh, but get, you know, get him going a little bit, find ways to get him going. That was my pick. Got another one? Beasley. I'm going to let Brian go, and then I'll think of another one. Okay. This is going to sound really, really strange, and I want to love on what the potential is with Jordan Lewis with all their receivers and backs with Kamara and stuff. I want to love on Jordan Lewis. I'm going to throw one at you that's going to – I'm going to get a wow. I'm going to get a Nate Newton wow from everybody here. Rico Gathers. Yes. Yes. This is the type of game where – Rico Gathers has been used as a blocker, blocker, blocker. Do you find a way to get him involved some way? You know, whether it's a red zone opportunity, is it a third down opportunity? Is this a time where we see them throw the football? And I know I'm asking a lot here because all Rico's really done is he's been blocking. He's been trying to learn the offense and block. And you know, But is this a time where, you know, these tight ends, we haven't really, you know, with the whole thing with Jeff Swain, is we've said, okay, who's going to step up? Who's going to play? You know, you think maybe Jarwin, maybe Schultz, 
But this might be one of those games where something good happens with Rico Gathers. Yeah. And, and he makes one or two plays where you go, wow, that was a difference. That was a key catch there. That was a key moment in this game. That would be my guy that I kind of keep an eye on because I think they're setting him up for something. You know, I think they're setting him up to do something in this game because all he does is block. But let's see if he can make a play reception-wise in this football game. So I got one. All right. Do it like, you know, family feud. Yeah. Give me yeah. Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods. All right. Because the Cowboys are going to get pressure on Drew Brees. Oh. And I think oh, they they and right. I think he's going to be stubborn. He's still going to want to throw some up down the field. Okay. And if Xavier Woods is in single high coverage, he's going to pick one off. Get Maybe that, two. Get, get that body in front this time. Yeah. <laughs> just right. Get the body in front. You know. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah. Okay. Anybody liking maybe uh, maybe a bounce back or a better game from uh, Awuzier? Or am I am I or is Awuzier right now just kind of Awuzier? I don't think that would surprise me. I mean, he created the one interception. Right. 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 And he should have had another. Yeah, it was a good tip ball. Nice job of, uh, of Van Der Esch getting between McCoy and, and Awuzier on that play that, to try and give him a chance. Yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of, you know, they, boy, they need him. Him. They just need him to play a little more aggressive. And I think Jason Carrot mentioned it a couple weeks ago that he needs to be more aggressive. And I think the last couple games he has been. You see him playing man up tight, close, run with the guy. I think he needs to continue to do that because I bet they got Michael Thomas on that side of the field. There's no question. Oh, yeah, it's, it's no, a tough this, assignment. There's no question. He's been in position this season to make plays on the ball yeah. and hasn't quite finished yeah. it. We've seen him finish Better plays. finish, better yeah. finish, yeah. So Because his coverage has been good largely throughout the season. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one more. Okay. Give me <laughs> – let me hit the bells. Ding, 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 ding. Taco Charlton, Ooh. if indeed he's active. He practiced this week. Good. I think you're good this week. I think yeah. you're good. I mean, he's, uh, like we talked about, the left tackle situation right. for the Saints. We'll see what happens with Armstead. Him, Randy, Gregory, those guys. Yeah, Gregory let's, too. let's have a run. Get some production on the other side. Right. And then you get Crawford going inside. You get D-Law on the other side. It's going to take a full effort from the D-line. I wonder if they trust Taco to start, and then they can move uh, Crawford inside. I think that, to me... I would go with the human log and, and, and Collins as my starters and keep Crawford, Crawford on the outside. Because I need to play some run defense. And then move I think. him inside. Yeah, and if it pass turns rush. yeah, if it turns into I think you need because you if you uh, I forgot about Collins. That's yeah, right. Yeah. I think it, like I say, you put as many big guys inside as you can and then you put as many guys on the edge that can tackle you like the human log, don't you? I always giggle at it because I imagine somebody who's never listened to our show and doesn't know much about the Cowboys. Nate Newton came up with the human log. <laughs> don't know who the human log is. Yeah, yeah. Antoine Woods. Yeah, Antoine Woods. Call him. They're going to need to play the run early in this game. That's I think right. they're going to need to be firm at the edges and firm in the middle. And and but if it means moving, you know, taking uh, Woods out and to to rush the passer in the nickel, by all means, do so. So I, I think that uh, you know we'll see this rotation at least with at least with Taco back he gives you another body to rotate in there. It's a shame that you don't have David Irving in there to to make things happen. But that's that you know we've talked about that. That's a that's it is some, what it is. Is what it is. Yeah. So you got to play with what you got, and what you got's not bad. David Irving will continue to be the cherry on top of the Sunday. Yeah. You can eat the Sunday without the cherry, right? Yeah. You can't count on it. 
and if someone puts a Sunday in front of you without a chair, you're okay with that. So I, I am. Oh, I'm eating it. Yeah, I'm still it's right? the, the ice cream and the whipped cream, and I, I'm still in there. And that's kind of what's my my outlook has been since the beginning of the season when he had to serve his four game suspension. Yeah, anything just, you get out of him is cherry on the top. Just, but or don't gra- count on it. Gravy on the biscuits. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> Which game was it? Was it Jacksonville where they had? Irving and Gregory on the field together. Yeah. And it was, I think Jerry said, this is something I've dreamed about for yeah. years. I mean, it's, it's the potential is amazing, yeah. you know, but it's not, there's a lot more there. issues there than we'll even know. That's the issue. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got a few minutes left in the show. Let's just go ahead. Cause the break is following us immediately after this show. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We got short, short shifts today. We're in hockey mode. Yeah. We're all bunching those lines. Oh, together. Today's yeah. Saturday. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. Yeah. So we don't usually do a show on Saturday. Welcome no, to welcome to the big time. Well, we're, we're doing one today. <laughs> but we normally Nick. do one on Sunday. That's true. Well, we're not, we're going to do one on Friday. Okay, I think. Well, we check probably, back for that. Probably need to. All right, uh, we need to get picks in, and picks to click as well. I'll start with Brian since you're making that face. You're making that Mickey face. Go ahead, Brian. You know what? I'm I'm riding a, a little bit of a, a winning streak of one game. <laughs> I had a three-game skid there. I had a five-game in a row start. I'm seven and four right now. And I, you know what? This team has baffled me all year. When I don't think they're going to play well, they play well. When they, when they play well, I don't think, you know, you, you get the idea. You get the picture. I don't want to confuse you out there, George Bush. But, I mean, I'm trying to, to tell you this. I think this team wins this game this week. I do. I think that... The Saints are coming in. Yes, all the offense. Their de- I don't think their defense gets nearly enough credit, but I don't think the Cowboys' defense gets nearly enough credit for where they for where they're going. I and I think that, I think this is a big time measuring stick game for them. I think they do carry this thing under thirty points. They carry it under thirty points. Dallas can move the ball offensively, finish some drives though. It's going to come down to having to finish some drives, and uh, and if that's the case then the Cowboys will find a way to win this football game. They're the ones that are going to score 30. The Saints are going to score 28. Dallas, 30. Saints, 28. Uh, this one kicks them in the right direction for, uh, for the remainder of the season to go try and win this division. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's a, one of those measuring stick games. I think they get it done this Woo! week. Pick to click. Pick to click. I'm going to go with – I'm going to need uh, – this is where I'm going to think. I'm going to need uh, – I don't have that in mind yet. My it's okay. No, 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 no. I, but I need, I need some. I need to think of some because you, you, you got me with Taco there and what he needs because I think that rotation. I think anybody. My picks to click. Okay, picks to click are anybody that's rushing against Bushrod on that side. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Randy Gregory, whether it's Crawford, whether it's Taco, somebody on that right side needs to help me a little bit. I'm going to try and get some push in the middle to affect Breeze. I need to close in the backside. Anybody that's going up against Bushrod, I need you to click in this football game. Don't be surprised if Demarcus Lawrence moves over. That could I would be that, that too. I, that's exactly. Uh, I'm on a two-game winning streak. Mm-hmm. Not three. Mm. I guess I was not believing that they can go on the road. You were showing me guy first road guy <laughs> against Philadelphia. They showed me. Um, look, the Saints have won ten in a row. It's probably time they lose one. Whoa! So I got the Cowboys thirty-one thirty. Mm. Wow! And my pick to click will continue to be Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. They haven't faced a running back like him since. The Rams. Yeah. And that's a very and the good Rams compar- scored, what, 40-some? What, what was the score of that game? 
It was a high scoring. It wasn't game. enough. <laughs> uh, it was forty-five thirty-five. There you go. So, um, I'll, I'll, that, that's that's where I'm going. Okay. All right. Here comes the thundercloud from Rob. Yeah. Uh, I'm on a three-game win streak. I believe. Mm-hmm. Pick the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys the last several weeks, actually. Yeah. And I was co- with Mickey covering the game in 2009 when they went to New Orleans with I think LP was the only guy left, only guy left over from that team. Beat New Orleans, similar situation, undefeated, averaging 35, 36 points a game, and they cut the point total in half. I wouldn't be surprised, like you said, Brian, if this defense steps up and plays terrific. Um, the Saints just have something going right yeah, now. That's true. And, that's true. And, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. And maybe that can change by January. But right now they are on such a roll. Um, I like. I love the way Dallas overall has played at home this season. They've really played overall a lot better at home. I think this is going to be a really good game. All right, I, hurry up and pick the Saints. I think off offensively the Cowboys are going to score some points. Um, but I, I like the Saints in the end. Okay. In this one, I'll, I'll, fair I'll, enough. I, I think maybe they get they get to 30, 31, 28. Yeah. And flip pick, it the other way. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. pick to click. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it, and if they do, it's going to be Demarcus Lawrence wreaking havoc. Yeah, and and you know they need to create some extra possession, and maybe it's him. Maybe it's a strip sack fumble on Breeze, something like that to give them an extra possession offensively. They're going to have to have one of those. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get it from the coin toss. Huh? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Defer. It's been working for him. Yeah. He ain't played the Saints. That's fair. That's fair. You don't know to get three and out, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just ball the ball the 25. Well, that's, that, it's I'm still three plays, zero, zero. Okay, my you're, point. You're, my punting point. From the, you're punting from your own 18. <laughs> I, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but you're talking about what DeMarcus said in the locker room. You want yeah. to give your guys some confidence. Give your defense some confidence. Hey, yeah. Let's go out there and stop them first yeah. possession. Yeah. All right, Mickey's not in that. On board with that. All right, there's nothing wrong with stopping him the second possession. That's no. fair enough. Stop him every possession. And stop him the first <laughs> possession of the second half. All right, you got oh. it. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks to Kent for what producing. Did I just do? <laughs> Everybody enjoy the game. The break is coming up next. They'll have their picks, and we'll have more coverage of the matchup today and after the game on Thursday. Thanks for joining us. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!